Hey guys, this is Leah Hendershot, your host for Well on Less, where we take somewhat overwhelming ideas of living well and make them simple and easy to implement and live by. Hello. Have you knocked any toxins out of your house yet? <laughs> Have you made or considered a few things that we've talked about in this series, Toxin Knockout series? Recap number nine was our intro. Lots of good info there. A lot of shocking info there about the number of chemicals in our world, at least in the U.S. alone. And then number 10 was about personal care products. Number 11, nope, I was wrong. Number 10 was about cleaners and how easy they are to replace in your house. So easy. You're going to be so thankful when you don't have a load of cleaning products under your cabinet, in your cabinet. And then number 11 was personal care. So all the things lurking in what you put on your skin and inhale each day, especially women, but men as well. We talked about, I think the average, the woman puts an at the average woman puts an average of 160 chemicals on her body every day because she uses so many more personal care products than men, but we can change that. We are changing that. And then number 12, we talked about everyday household items, household goods that you wouldn't think about having toxins in them. And then today we're going to talk about fragrance and fragrance is in everything. It is everywhere and everything. And it's really important that we replace it, but it's also something that as you go through and change things, it is so easy to replace fragrances in your home. And when we talked about cleaners, personal care products, I gave you guys a link to ewg.org and they have something called Skin Deep where it evaluates products according to their clean ingredients, clean in quotations. And also I gave you guys an app. It's a free app called Think Dirty. And those are really good to help you in the store evaluate what's in your products. And we're going to talk about fragrance. So this one, what am I late? What am I labeling this one? So I, we've been, we've done the, the dirty on clean, the dirty on your skin. We've done, let me see. I think I've labeled the next one. We did the dirty on cleaning, the dirty on your skin, the dirty in household items and what can this one be apparently I haven't came up with something yet so I guess this will be the dirty the dirty in your nose I don't know <laughs> we'll see what it ends up being um, the dirty in the air maybe that would be good it's not just in the air though so anyway let's talk about fragrance and um, a couple a couple of points in here. I'm going to tell you guys how fragrance actually works in your body because I think it's very important to understand how much it affects your brain. And when you're using a synthetic, you're changing the way your body is thinking about fragrances. So fragrances, it's estimated that there are just in the U.S. alone, 3,100, 3,100 synthetic fragrances, synthetic perfumes, um, if you will, <clears throat> I'm not talking about perfumes, just fragrance in general, chemical synthetic fragrances out there on the market. Now, since 1973, 
There's a 1973 law, and it was set out to regulate somewhat personal care products, but at the same time, it allowed manufacturers to put any of those, as of now, 3,100 synthetic fragrances. It allowed them to label things as fragrance, and it's really a catch-all phrase for any sort of chemical that's undisclosed. So any sort of chemical that they don't want to tell about, they can list it under fragrance, which is scary. So we talked about a lot about what's hidden in personal care products in episode 11. It's estimated that 95 to 100% of perfume formulations, so actual perfume formulations are synthetic. 95 to 100%, which is not surprising, actually, because I don't think anyone goes and puts on a perfume that you've bought at the store and thinks, wow, I'm sure this is 100% pure. I doubt anyone really thinks that, but that was a shocking number for me. The reason fragrances are such massive offenders, and we talked about this in the personal care products, they are, they are endocrine disruptors and your endocrine system controls a lot of the hormonal functions in your body is one of the one of the main things um so endocrine disruptors let me just go back and read for myself so i can what endocrine disruptors your endocrine system so your endocrine system uses hormones to control and coordinate reproduction growth development your metabolism, your energy level, how you respond to stress, how you respond to injury, your mood, your blood sugar, and all the hormonal things. The major glands are your thyroid, your adrenals, your ovaries, testes, pancreas, pituitary, and pineal glands. So fragrances are big offenders in that area. And that's pretty much your whole body. So not only are they disrupting that, and where do most people, they just use fragrance, they use it in their home. They, you know, with candles or in their cleaning products or to make things smell better, like linen sprays, fragrances in their laundry detergent, laundry softener, laundry brighteners, uh, soaps. What else? We'll get there. We'll get there. Let me back up. So... I understand. I get it. Nobody wants to smell bad. Nobody wants their home to smell bad. Um, But there are more options than you realize, very, very easy options to replace fragrance in your home. So it's easy to replace them, but it's, there are, there are massive offenders for your endocrine system, but also they aggravate your respiratory system. They can cause your allergies to be worse or even initiate allergies. They are terrible if you have any sort of asthmatic condition. They can cause actually an asthmatic reaction, an asthmatic episode. They change your mood. We'll talk about how it affects your brain. Um, They can cause headaches. For me personally, that's what it does. Synthetic fragrances cause me to have headaches. And from the time I was little, I remember perfumes, fragrances, anything like that. I was like, oh, why does it hurt my head? What's hurt my head? Well, it's synthetic. They can cause migraines, 
So some people can't, you know, they don't want to hug you or whatever because literally your perfume, you may not know it, but it may trigger a migraine or something for them. On the deeper level, we talked about the endocrine disruption, but it also can lead to their carcinogenic. They can be cancer causing. Um, it can lead to those effects in the endocrine system on fertility and hormones, obviously. So there, it's very important to understand the dangers really, to be frank, the dangers of fragrances. So there's fragrances all around us. They're all around us all day, every day. Fragrances are not smell, aromatic smells are not a bad thing. And our body gets attached to fragrances. It, it's true. I mean, if you've used a certain perfume for years and years and years, or you go to, to a certain company that makes the candles and the body wash and the lotion and all these sorts of things that match each other in the same scent. You know that you're like, ooh, I gotta have that. Ooh, it's on sale. So we get attached to fragrances. Um, and I wanted to tell you guys, share with you guys how fragrances work in your brain because I think it's very important to understand why getting synthetic fragrances out of your life is so important for your mind and your mood and it really is, it's okay to have fragrances create a memory in our brains. They create a memory in our brains. So if you think about maybe you smell, for me, like smelling a coconut pie would remind me of my grandmother when I was little. She always, she had a, a coconut pie that I loved, so it reminded me of it. Or I can think about walking to my other grandmother's house on Christmas or Easter, and she always made a pineapple ham. We relate a lot of our lives to fragrances, to smells, to aromatic components, and that's not a bad thing. Or we can smell our child's, you know, favorite blankie, and we know their smell. So it was put in us to, it was put in us to remember smells for a reason. They can remind us of things we want to avoid or, you know, you got sick after that certain food. So when you smell it, you get sick again. So on, they can remind us of the negative things and the positive. And I wanted to give you guys just a really cool fact. If I can condense this, this is actually out of a, an essential oil book that I have, but it's very interesting how they process in your brain. So I just wanted to throw this cool fact about out there and I'm going to try and make it not too, um, not too scientific. So when an odor molecule is inhaled into your nose, it's sensed by the olfactory cells that are part of your olfactory system. So those olfactory nerves lie on the roof of your nasal cavity. So I wish I could, you guys could see this. Maybe I'll post it in the blog post. So there are olfactory um, nerves that are that are on the roof of your nasal cavity. So kind of like behind your eyeballs is where these are. And from those olfactory cells, those there's little, um, little, they call them dendrites that go into your nasal cavity. So each of those little, little fingers, those little cilia, they're like hair-like structures. They, I'm reading this and trying to condense it at the same time. Um, they have receptors that bind to specific types of odor molecules. So there's like a different little 
cilia that, that registers different types of odors. When an odor molecule binds to a receptor on that olfactory cell, the olfactory cell passes the signal through this, this bone at the roof of your nasal cavity into your olfactory bulb. So it goes into your nose, it's picked up by these little cilia, these olfactory nerves, it goes through there into your olfactory bulb. Now it's a very tiny thing in your, in your area, but all this is happening right behind your eyes. And that olfactory bulb in turn sends those impulses along a certain tract into your brain, essentially. So, and your brain often sends it to the amygdala. So we're doing some anatomy and physiology here. Um, <clears throat> so the amygdala. Now, the amygdala is very important because the amygdala specifically likes to store, store and also release emotional trauma. So it's very important that what you're smelling is um, not being stored in this area if possible. Now it is there, like I said, for our protection. So to help us remember traumatic things, but the amygdala specifically stores and releases emotional trauma. Now there's also, um, there's also an interior olfactory area that helps us process smells. And then there's another cortex <laughs> that helps us create a perception of the odor. So that's how fragrances directly impact your brain. They literally go through this olfactory system to process smells and it can, those smells can be stored and released. And that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that what we're smelling influences our mood. How many of you have smelled like a fresh orange or fresh lemon or whatever, and it changes your mood? Well, that's the same way that odors affect our body. So there's a lot of, there's a lot more we could go into, but I thought that's a really good fact to help you understand how important fragrances are in your life. Um, now, the olfactory system is connected to your limbic system. So the limbic system is, we'll just, we won't go into all the, the parts, but, um, the limbic system is connected to your long-term memory, your emotions, your autonomic nervous system and hormones, and it helps regulate blood pressure, heart rate, and attention, like your, your attention span. So the olfactory system is closely connected to your limbic system. So that's why fragrances like essential oils and things can have, can create physiological, psychological changes in your body. So do you want to be using a synthetic for all those processes? No, this is, <laughs> I hope that made sense. Um, just look up how the olfactory system works. It's pretty, pretty phenomenal. So I think that was, it's really cool to understand for yourself, also for your children, people in your life, you literally can change a lot of things by just changing what you're smelling, inhaling. So, okay, what are some big offenders? Now, we'll, we'll talk about where to find these, but some big offenders are phthalates. Now, it may be labeled as a phthalate, but 
um, it, I think that's how you say it, P-H-T-H-A-L-A-T-E-S. But often phthalates are are hidden in the term fragrance. So if you see just fragrance on the back of whatever you're using, a lot of times it will have phthalates in it. So phthalates can come in a lot of different forms, but they're often hidden in, under the term fragrance as well. So fragrance, a lot of times um, it's listed a big offender. It's also listed as parfume, P-A-R-F-U-M-E. I guess, you know, saying it like your French somehow makes it better. I don't know. Um, sometimes just it says natural fragrance. Now, sometimes natural fragrance can be a good thing. And then sometimes natural fragrance can not be. So it's according to how much they want to tell you. A lot of times they'll say natural fragrance and then they will list the natural fragrance, its source. So that's really good. There's 3,100 ingredients that can be listed as fragrance according to the International Fragrance Association. I think that's what it was called. International Fragrance Association. 3,100 synthetic chemical fragrances that can be listed under fragrance. And like I said, fragrance also is anything they don't want to disclose. They can put it under fragrance. I don't understand it, but somebody change it. Okay. What do we find these fragrances in? I hit a few of those. We find them in deodorant, perfume, body wash, lotion, shampoo, conditioner, cleaners, facial masks, body masks, soaks, scrubs, your cosmetics, candles, waxes, laundry products, soap, hair care, anything that has a fragrance could have a fragrance. It's, you know, sprays, linen sprays. What else? Yeah, you know, if it smells... There could be a fragrance in it. If it has a fragrance, it has a, it could have a fragrance in it. And unfortunately, also we find this out in the essential oil world. In you know, you go to TJ Maxx and oh, here's a little set of essential oils. Well, no, it's not essential oils. It's synthetic fragrances. So they're everywhere. What can we do? What can we do for to eliminate fragrances? One of the easiest things you guys will hear me talk more and more and more about these are pure essential oils. I personally only use doTERRA essential oils because I trust them. They actually have where you can go on their website, source to you, put in a number on the bottle of your bottom of your, the bottle, and it will tell you where it's sourced from and its purity. So I really like that transparency. Transparency is huge. So that's one way you can start to replace replace those things in your home. So say you have, you have, you love your fabric softener or you love your detergent. You can switch to a detergent that does, is unscented or yeah, unscented. And you can add the oils that you want. That way, you know, there's no synthetic. Another thing for fabric softener is uh, wool dryer balls, wool dryer balls. And then you can put whatever flavor, fragrance uh, of, essential oils on those wool dryer balls. So you can do that um, very, very easily to replace those. Candles, waxes, those sorts of things. Also, you can diffuse it. You can make linen sprays, um, anything like that in your home that you want to help your home smell better. You can use essential oils for that as well. There's herbs, there's infusions. Um, 
you can have a diffuser going all day in your home for to replace those fragrances. Now, when it comes down to cosmetics, deodorant, things like that, you just have to be uh, an aware consumer. So you have to see what level you're comfortable with. Um, I've tried making um, deodorant and have failed. So we tend to like brands that are just m as clean as possible. Um, Lume is a good one. Uh, we like Native. Now, I'm not saying those are 100% clean, but they are better brands. So you can get on your thir Think Dirty app and see what you're comfortable with, um, you know, and move toward better as you can. What else? What else can we replace? We talked about laundry, soap, hair care. You can make your own hand wash. Hand washes are not only offenders for fragrances, but they're offenders for the chemicals in them. We talked about triclosan, the antibacterial soaps, those sorts of things. All you need to make your own hand soap is some Castile soap, Castile soap, however you say it, C-A-S-T-I-L-E, Castile soap, doTERRA essential oils, and purify and, and clean water and um, filtered water, purified water, whether that's filtered out of your fridge or if you have a Berkey filter or something like that, reverse osmosis. I just always use filtered water and that's all you need to make your hand soap and you can flavor it. I say flavor. You guys know what I'm, I'm saying. You can make it smell however you want with oils. That's all you need for hand soap. Put it in a foaming hand pump and you're good to go. That's an easy, easy one. You have to be more aware of your shampoo and conditioner. I buy mine from doTERRA. I just get so much from them. So I'll say it over and over and over. Cleaners, you can make your own cleaners with vinegar. If you need like a more of a soapy spray, vinegar, and then Castile soap, essential oils, and water. You're good. You can um, put... We talked about cleaners, and I like the Bonami cleaner. Put the Bonami cleaner in your toilet, add some essential oils, and clean it, and you're good to go. So it's really not hard to start to replace those things. That's why we're breaking this up. But it's really, I think, one of the easiest things to eliminate in a lot of ways are fragrances from your home. And what you'll find, the more you eliminate of these things that we've been talking about, whether it's in your food or the toxin series, what you'll find is you realize how sensitive you are to those things after you've eliminated them for a while. Like now, if I go even outside and my neighbors are, their dryers on, and they have one of those really strong smelling fabric softeners, it will make me cough. And I never would have even, I'd be like, oh, why am I coughing? You know, but as you start to identify those things in your life, you realize just what they're doing to your body, your respiratory system, especially your respiratory, your allergies, just it, you really become aware of how things make you feel in the food series. I mean, this is a side note, but in the food series, that's one that you will eventually, I think that one's a little slower, but you eventually see the effects of the food you used to eat. You'll eat it and you'll end up feeling terrible. You'll end up feeling like poo. So, um, and you're like, oh, oh, I see. I see what this does to my body. And it's the same with fragrances. It's huge with fragrances. I, you know, I, I really personally have not stayed close to people that I'm, you know, like you go to an event or something because of their perfume. And, you know, 
I know people are so, so attached to those scents, but slowly try and find something, uh, especially in the essential oil world, that can help replace those in your life. There's so many options. It's like so many more options and so much cheaper. So start to, this gives you a lot of food for thought about fragrances. So we talked about doTERRA essential oils as the only brand I trust personally. So, you know, do your research there and what you're comfortable with. I'll have a link for some of those um, as well. But also a lot of times your local artisans, so people that are making um, soaps or something, they'll use natural, like for bar soaps, they'll use natural sources like lavender, um, lemongrass, rosemary, those sorts of things. So get acquainted with your farmer's market or somebody local um, or on social media that's selling something that's without synthetic fragrances. If they use essential oils, ask them what, what they're using because literally you can pick them up almost anywhere now. So you have to be very, very aware of what you're actually getting and investing your money in. And I never, ever, ever recommend buying oils off of Amazon because it's so easy to pop the top off and put something totally synthetic in in it, put the cap back on, a, a new cap that looks brand new, and you're getting junk. So you really, you're wasting money. So I never, ever, ever recommend purchasing your oils that way. What else? Use your Think Dirty app. Go to ewg.org. That one is um, really good about identifying products that are better for you and try and think out of the box about fragrancing your home. Sometimes, you know, I will, will eat some oranges and you can put oranges and cinnamon in a little bit of water, uh, maybe a drop of lemon oil or a little drop of just um, fresh lemon and, and boil it in a little, a little crock, you know, in your house just to make it seem warm or you can add some cloves into it so start to think about those natural ways you can bring fragrance into your home for us number one has just been doTERRA oils um, because yeah it makes my life easier and I have I know when it's going into my brain it's actually doing a positive having a positive reaction if it's getting on my skin positive reaction um, and it's also emotionally way more positive than that. Think about fragrances where you put fragrances on your body and then relate that to where you see people have a lot of issues. Where do we spray perfume? We spray it right over those synthetic chemicals. We spray it right over our thyroids, right over our thyroids. And also we'll spray it on the back of our neck or something, right at our brain stems. And maybe you've never thought about that. But think about how many people you know that, yes, it can be it can be a lot of different things coming together to cause those issues, but what if that could be a major factor in why there are a lot of endocrine issues in our world? It could be a lot related to toxins and fragrances that we're just sleeping on, putting on our bodies, putting on our skin, those sorts of things. So it's all very, very important. And this is just to make you guys very aware of the toxins in your world and do your best to one by one, choose better or two by two, choose better and think a little bit more about that, not only for yourself, but for your family, for your kiddos and the people that you know, and you can start being a light to them and helping them see how we all can just, um, call for better 
in what we're using every day. So that's it for fragrance. I don't think I've, I don't think I've missed anything. So keep, keep listening for the Toxin Knockout series. I think we're pretty much wrapping it up, but, um, I'll let you guys know by the next one, what's going to go on. So thanks for being here. Thanks for being here with me again on the podcast. You guys can now find me on wellonless.com. If you want to go straight to the podcast, you can do wellonless.com forward slash podcast. Also, I'm on Facebook at Leah Hendershot, Flourishing Roots Home, Instagram, flourishing.roots. And as always, feel free to reach out to me on any of those platforms and let me know how you're liking it. Share with friends, like, follow, and all those sorts of things. And I'll look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Thanks, guys.